You are now listening to In The Trench. Welcome back to another episode of In The Trench. This week, we have somebody so sick. So you guys saw two weeks ago, we had Jay Nielsen on the podcast, and he was so fucking cool. Well, you got the judge's perspective on what it's like to be on Forged and Fire. This week, we have Cody Adelson, season nine's winner. And goddamn, he was fucking beast when it came to this shit. Like, you, if you guys go on his Instagram page, I'll be tagging down below in our description. And you can see it here, obviously, on the screen as well. But for those people listening and not watching, it's in the description. Um, go take a look at this guy's work. It's absolutely beautiful. Like, the knives. He was telling me of some ways you could do Damascus. If you guys know what Damascus is, like, I thought there was only one or two ways of doing it. This guy's inventing new ways of doing Damascus. Completely different animal. Thanks again, Cody, so much for coming on the podcast. Stay tuned for this next week coming up. It's going to be something pretty special also. We're not going to give away too much. But thanks again, Cody, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Appreciate you making the making the podcast. Yeah, thanks for reaching out. Of course, man. I am probably, ever since quarantine, the biggest Forge and Fire nerd that there has ever been. Like I discovered this show on like I don't know if it was Netflix or Hulu where I found it, but I just I can't stop watching it since. So it was just Yeah, it's uh it's what got me into it for sure. I saw the show and I was I'm a welder by trade, so I kinda been around metal my whole life and just kinda looked at the show, I was like, I think I can do that. That's so funny. We actually um yesterday we had Jay Nielsen on. He came Oh no shit. Yeah, 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 Jay, Jay Nielsen came on Jay's yesterday. So he he's he's so cool. He's such a cool yeah. guy. Yeah, when uh, on my episode when Jay said it was a pleasure watching me work and all that stuff, it was kind of one of those moments, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. No, ever, if we had him on, it was just like such cool getting the judge's perspective, and right. I just want to know what it would be like getting the champion's perspective, right? Yeah. When you came into the show, how many years of of bladesmithing did you have uh two two <laughs> not quite two <laughs> and you got you got the inspiration watching the show obviously yep and how long were you a welder before that um so my dad was a welder so i've been welding since i was a kid six years old was the first time i ever welded so that's so cool so just it was naturally i have my own welding truck so i was up here in north dakota doing pipeline work and refinery work and whatnot so I'd been doing that professionally with a welding truck for 11 years. That's so cool. And so I'm just assuming the transition was almost seamless or no? Um, being a welder, especially a pipe welder, you got to be meticulous. And you got to know what you're looking at. So, yeah, it really helped me transition from welder to knife maker for sure. And especially since my dad, he got into machining. So I learned machining and lathes and mills and him and I built recurve bows and we got into gunsmithing. So, I mean, the meticulousness and the precision was there to where it all came pretty naturally. I'd say. Yeah. You still have the first knife you've ever forged or that's gone. I do actually. <laughs> that's so cool. No, I do. I, it was uh, actually with Tyler Hackbart, the forge and fire champion who I learned from him and I made two bar Turkish twist Damascus. So my first knife was a Damascus knife. Wow. And Turkish is, isn't it like the hardest Damascus to make? No, Turkish twist is two opposing twists. So you turn one counterclockwise and you turn one clockwise. Yeah. And then you forge weld them back together and then draw your knife. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, I forgot. I don't know if you saw the the episode that the judges did when they were all at home. But Oh, uh, 
Ben Abbott's sword. Ben, that yeah. thing was the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, he does. Ben, Ben's a super cool guy. I met him at Blade Show a couple years ago. Super nice guy. Um, I I didn't know which judge I wanted more, Ben or Jay, as that judge that they substitute out. But I'm glad it was Jay. It was cool getting Jay's perspective on my work and letting him watch me work. But yeah, that that sword that Ben made was insane. No, that he's a Ben's a wizard. I will say Ben is probably a wizard. He is not human. No, it's so funny that it's <laughs> we when I first started watching the show, I'm like, okay, so this guy was a contestant and he earned his right to be a judge. That's really cool. I thought that was just gonna be like whoever wins a couple times can be a judge and he's gonna get brought in and brought out. But then when I saw the work that he does, I'm like, okay, there's a reason this guy is is also a judge. Um, yeah. And when I saw that work from home episode, I'm like, what the heck is that? Like, that is yeah. the coolest weapon I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. How he brought the and the tip in and then forged it all together. Yeah. Just the fact that he had to get all the twists right in the right place and put them together and they had to forge. It was just way too yeah. much. It took two weeks. Well, it's that's what's so cool about Damascus. I mean, the it's endless. I mean, I just made a Damascus ring for my buddy's wedding this week at home. So, I mean, that's so cool. what you can do with steel. I mean, there's guys, Steve Schwarzer, he's a master smith. He may, he puts pictures into his steel with canister Damascus. Yeah. You'll have to look him up. He's got some pretty cool stuff. You could put pictures in your Damascus. Oh yeah. And yeah. turn the actual metal pattern into the picture. Yeah. So that what is crazy. He'll make a picture. He started with stainless foil and he actually did like a, picture of a guy with the bird hunting shooting a shotgun and all this and he put that in the blade and with mosaics you can actually repeat that pattern down the blade if you know what you're doing how to do that and it's pretty it's it's wild that's insane so when you started getting into watching the show what was the process like for you actually getting on the show did you like know somebody who knew somebody or did you just like apply so i waited a while till i was comfortable getting on the show and then tyler put me in touch with uh producer to email then she gave me the kind of application to fill out and then that application didn't go through then they started um uh casting for season nine and then i threw my application and i think it was two weeks after i put my application and they reached out and had a video chat similar to this and uh i was at the shop kind of showed them my work and then i think a month later i was filming so you had to show them like what you're capable of beforehand. Yep. And then they, they scroll your social media and stuff. Cause you know, pretty much every knife maker now has social media and they put their work on there. So, yeah. So yep. is that what you are now? Like, are you a full-time knife maker? Or do you still do welding? Nope. Well, I'll do welding too, but actually two months ago, I quit my job at the local refinery here and I am making knives full-time. That's actually do... the coolest thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll pick up welding jobs here and there just, little things if i need to if knives get slow thankfully they haven't gotten slow so i mean i've seen your instagram there's no way they get slow that's actually like it <laughs> i've seen i've seen your work and i was looking with my girlfriend nicole and we're like it's insane the way i've never seen in my head the only way to do damascus was like this couple ways that i've seen on the show and yeah. i never knew you could actually find a way to put the pattern only on one side of the metal oh yep and i was just seeing your seeing your knives like that it was just like what the heck is that like, yeah. that's so cool what i love about it it's, it's endless i mean the, the possibilities are endless i don't know if you saw that feather pattern i just finished not that long ago yeah i i 
I'm sure I did. I saw all the all yeah, the posts. It was sick. That's another thing. Just yeah, just crazy. <laughs> and did the show like just boost your popularity amongst knife makers? Or amongst- yeah, especially locally here, because I mean North Dakota, we're a big outdoors community, you know. And North Dakota's so cool because it's so tight knit. I mean, you're from North Dakota, that means something to another North Dakota, you know. Yeah. So the support I got from the state was awesome, and but yeah, being on the show really boosted my sales and popularity and people wanted to get a knife for me and stuff so yeah that, that the title carries weight you're, you're the forge and fire champion for a reason yeah and i'm actually the first one from north dakota oh that's cool that's and i'm i'm not sure don't quote me on it but i i might be the only one from north dakota that competed like well that's really cool i, I didn't know that at all yeah so um, i've seen like many different people so your experience on the show when they flew you out because they told Jay told me something that blew my mind. I thought the whole like round one, two, and three was all one day. But oh, nope, no, no, because round one, round two, two different days. They've got to, they've got to make it look that way for TV, and it's yeah. continuity. That's what they call it. Yeah, and you have to temper your blades, unless they put it in that round where you have to temper your blades. But the knives have to get tempered, or you swing them, they're just gonna break. Yes. Yeah those that metal gets so hard that you drop it it could just shatter yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so so do they make you like keep the state okay here right wash this shirt put it back on tomorrow no they said they have you bring like three or four shirts of the same color you have to wear the same jeans same same shoes same hat <laughs> so funny That's, yeah I, it blew, when he told me i was like there's no way yeah. but and so is it like continuous like literally the next day and the next day or is it like Yep. So round one was one day. So I think I showed up on set right away in the morning and we got back to the hotel probably late afternoon after the first round. And then the next, you know, someone gets eliminated. Sometimes they wait till the next day. I've heard people say you come back the next day, then it's the next you three doing your thing, doing the handle round. And then after that, it depends on what scheduling looks like when you do the home forge where it could be that same week when you get back, you're starting like that. Me, holidays kind of came in between, so I had a little bit of a grace period. Yeah. So. And so for day one, was it like, were you like super nervous? Yeah. So funny story, and not a lot of people know this. So I had just gotten over COVID when wow. I was going to round one. And I don't know if you've heard of that COVID brain thing where people like get the brain fog. No. So I mean, I had COVID as well. I think I know what you're talking about. So yeah, I was more tunnel visioned with it. It was weird to where I really didn't pay attention to what was going on because they don't show it on the episode, but I had both my knives quenched halfway through the first round. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you were on your shit. Yeah, I, I was on it. That's, <laughs> it was, it was, I was flying through the first round and I was just kind of tunnel vision. The only time I really paid attention to the other competitors was when, because you saw it, I was doing canister Damascus. Yeah. When Gotti, the first guy that went home, mm-hmm. when he went to the press to set his welds, I kind of watched him out of the corner of my eye because we put our billets in at the exact same time. And he pushes the press down and it kind of whines and it doesn't squish nice. I'm like, all right, I need five more minutes. So <laughs> that was the only time I really looked up at the first round. Second round gave me a little bit of trouble. That was pretty wild. Yeah, I nicked my nicked my finger right there at the end. I didn't think I was gonna finish. Had to shape a handle, and sharpen both my knives in five minutes. So, 
So the round two and the testing is the same day. Yep. Okay, that's 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 super interesting. So yep. when it comes to the testing, are you just thinking the whole time, okay, my blade's about to break in half? Oh yeah, and in between shots, you know, it's you're sitting back in the trailer, and you're just like rocking, and you're just like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> that's my question. So how long do you have in between shots? So like you um, have the for round one, you have the three hours, right? So like. Right the whole three hours are you just continuous like yep, the clock that, does not stop so those hours are the most real hours the, the way i explain it those are the most real hours on tv yeah you know there, there's no stopping there, they, they, so bathrooms on your own time yep nothing when wow yep and so for round two is it more kind of round two is the same way i mean it's continuous Straight. yep and okay. there are times where I don't know. You'll see it every once in a while. They'll pull you aside and people are still working in the background. Yeah. So they'll ask you questions and you have to answer in full sentences. You can't just be like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Good. Me. You, you know, you have you know to. What? That just brought up something huge that I've always asked about reality TV. So when they're like talking about, like, let's say in when you're, they're testing, right. And you see the guy in front of you go for the testing, then they get your, your reaction to the results of his testing. So do they let the first guy go? Then they bring everybody out to go talk about reactions and then go bring it back? No. So all that is after. It's, so it's just reacting. Yep. That's so funny. That's so funny. Because yeah, in my head, I'm like, present tense just I'm always trying to like funny. make it like work in my head. At what point did he, is he talking? How did he know to talk about that? Like, they're just, that's so funny. Yeah. It's, it's, you guys are really just acting. Uh, that point. yeah i mean and like i said when they pull you aside on the forge when your time is still going you have to answer so you kind of have to have your shit about you to where you can actually <laughs> listen to these people ask you questions and answer these questions so you can get back to work yeah you know so you kind of got to be on the ball you can't and what just was be... what was scarier to you actually doing first round or the four days at home um so the, the second round testing i had a pretty rough second round i didn't know if they were going to test my knives there was that pin issue i didn't even get a chance to test my edges i just kind of went through my motions on how i sharpened my knives and yeah mine ended up being the sharpest on the floor and the toughest on the floor and i was kind of like all right <laughs> so, so that was to you less stressful than when you were at home making your master blade that was more stressful yeah so yeah, yeah. At, at home everything went according to plan i had no upsets i really there was that time in the oven where it wasn't heating up. Like, yeah, that was kind of a moment, but it really didn't bug me. I knew I was going to do it. They had they make they you add moments of stress. Sometimes when they would ask you questions, they'd yeah. kind of be like, Oh, you want to shit talk your competitor or anything? I'm just like, I'm not that guy. I don't want to do that. Yeah. That's something I've noticed <laughs> I mean, on all fours and fire. Nobody really talks that much shit. No. And the bladesmithing community is really, really cool. We're all tight knit. I mean, it's such a great, community to talk and converse to each other and everything so that's sick and obviously we know the outcome of the master challenge and how did that feel and um the really funny story is when they revealed that sword that chinquidea sword that i did yeah so tyler hackbarth the guy that taught me yeah he's the battle of the branches winner season mm -hmm. six i think the battle of the branches was yep and uh so when he went back to go against ben abbott in the beat the judges episodes he had to make a chinquidea. So it kind of came full circle that I was on the chinquidea sword episode for my mentor to be on the chinquidea against Ben Abbott in beat the judges. So you had help like in terms of like how to go about it. 
No, no, because you can't converse. You can't talk to people about how you're going to do your thing. Oh, it was just kind of, it was just kind of ironic that I. Oh yeah, no, a perfect full circle finale. moment. That must have felt awesome, and then to win it on that one. Yeah, so it was, it was pretty wild. That's so sick. And then after you actually win it, like I know people, they show like the camera when the guys like, all right, you didn't win, leave, and they, they show the camera, the dramatic as they walk out, what you say in. Do they? Does everybody just kind of linger around and you kind of just mingle afterwards like with the judges, or is it like? So that's one take. So they send the guy out and then they say, you're the Forge Fire champion. They clap and all that stuff. And then after that, they say, cut, you go back to the trailer. And then you get, then the guy that lost goes in and does his little talking spiel, his interview. Yeah. And then like me, I got to sit there and talk to Grady, Doug and Jay. Dave Baker was on a phone call for something. So I didn't get to really talk to Dave, but yeah, I probably sat and talked to Jay doug and grady for about 15 20 minutes so cool and just jay saying what he did about my sword was just awesome <clears throat> that is so cool so yeah, now... jay was talking uh he said you know they've made this weapon twice already i hate this weapon i hate <laughs> when they have smith make this weapon but yours i want it and i'm just kind of like whoa i did have it yeah it was like it's pretty cool it's pretty cool knowing that your weapon's now there right yeah, it's, so it's gonna hang on the wall. I'm excited to finally see it if I, if they ever get it into a shot. So, and are you interested in going back if they invite you for like a beat the judge or a super champ episode? Absolutely. Uh, I'm, there, I'm waiting for waiting any conversations happen yet? What's that? Any conversations happen yet? No, nothing yet. I'm 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 waiting for the call. I hope. Oh, I hope, dude, I hope so. I hope I did a good enough job for them to bring me back. So, oh, I'm sure. I'm 100% sure that that'd be so cool to have a either another beat the judge episode or a super champ episode. Those are super cool to see. Yeah. What well, I'd kind of like to do like a mentor apprentice thing, me and Tyler go in and go up against the judges or something. I think that'd be pretty cool. That would be so sick. Cause I know but Jay, you go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. Good. I was gonna say, cause I know Jay, um, he presented his ABS test to the same guy that he battled out in the Beat the Judges episode. Fred Foster. Fred Foster, yeah. Yeah. So it'd be cool. YouTubers, yeah. them too. Yeah, that'd be pretty wild. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, Jay, Jay's a good smith. He, he does good work. He knows his stuff. Super good guy too. I mean, super awesome guy. You know, he kind of comes off as the hard ass on, you know, at the table and stuff. But Jay is a super good dude. And then uh, another funny story about that. I'm going to kind of throw Jay about cussing a little bit, but uh, when we got the challenge revealed to us, they pulled us aside before we actually went in and did it. <clears throat> um, when they got the floor just lit and everything, and got the floor all set up. Yep. Jay pulls all four of us aside. He's like, all right, no more bullshit. Who the fuck here hasn't done a canister Damascus? None of us raised our <laughs> hands. <laughs> and he's like, all right, so I expect every one of you to have perfect steel. All right, Jay, we're going to do that for you. <laughs> I asked him what his like number one pet peeve or like what like made him want to pull his hair out the most out of uh, contestants while they're there. And he says it's either they quench too hot or it's the canister Damascus. He's like, nobody gets it right. No, nope. no. And uh, truth be told, not many people know this. I had only done one canister before I went on the show. <laughs> that was, you were scared shitless when he's like all right who hasn't done one 
I mean, fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> exactly. And hey, you you did it. So that's all that matters. Yeah, it worked out. So. And th- I can't remember the episode exactly. Did you leave the can on and then grind it yeah. off? Nope, that's- I left it all on. I didn't because they didn't require it, and I figured that mild Genius. steel. Was- that's exactly what he said. Yep, yep, that's exactly what he said. He's like, because I asked him yesterday. I'm like, isn't it just better if they just leave the canister on and save the time? He's like, that's what people should do. There's yeah. no reason for them to waste all their time with the canister if we don't tell them to. Right. No, it, it makes more sense. And you're putting softer metal on the outside. So you're making that knife that much more forgiving. Yeah. So, that's, I mean, it makes sense just to leave it on. There's a reason you want, right? But I get it. I mean, that, that, that time crunch, it gets to you. It gets to your head, honestly. How hot I mean, is it on the floor? So, when I filmed, it was pretty cool. They had the doors open. So, it really wasn't that bad. Oh, okay. And you know they have the doors open and everything, and it, depending on when it is in the year, I mean I'm sure it can get pretty friggin' hot in there because because I see four four pass just, out on that show. Yeah, yeah, you kind of being in shape help. Yeah, for helps sure helps out a lot. So I can imagine. Yeah, and is are is that the route for you, the Master Smith title at some point? Yeah, so I want to be the first Master Smith from North Dakota. That's kind of my goal. That's sick. So next year I'll be able to do my journeyman. So what, what does that mean you'll be able to? Like, what are like, what do you need to get to before you can? So you need to hold your apprentice Smith card with the ABS for three years before you're allowed to test for your journeyman Smith. And your journeyman Smith is all mono steel, has to be forged knives. You have to make five presentation blades to take the blade show of your best work in mono steel, not Damascus. And then you get judged at a panel at blade show to see if your work is good enough for your journeyman. But you also need to do a test knife, which is a knife that you cut through a one-inch rope, chop through a two-by-four, and then take it and bend the blade at a 90-degree angle without it breaking. And then you can get your journeyman. And then from there, I'm assuming it's a lot harder to get your master smith. Then you wait another two to three years, and then you have to repeat the process, but with Damascus. With with Damascus for the for the and it's the same test, the bending 90 degrees. Yep. Have you like kind of just tinkered with that already a little bit? Yeah, I've I've messed with it quite a bit, trying to get my heat treat correct and everything to where I have no worries to where when I actually do it, I don't break a blade. Because you have to do it in front of a master smith too. A master smith has to witness it. So like say I want to do mine, I go to Jay Nielsen, let's say. He has to witness the rope chop, the two by four and the blade bend and he'll actually say when the blade is good to back and then he'll sign the blade and saying i passed blah 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 that's so cool <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm sure that's super exciting and yeah so that, that's the goal around how the last question i really have is like average wise how many knives do you think you're making a month oh boy <laughs> <laughs> no way it's that money um so I probably, I know in the last year, and that's this with working full-time plus doing knives on the weekends. Yeah. I've done over a hundred and some blades. Wow. Are those all Damascus? Most of them are Damascus, yeah. That's so, Damascus looks the best. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's just so cool. What's your favorite type of Damascus? Um, So, I really like Firestorm. It's twisted Ws. <clears throat> so, instead of taking the layers yeah. and forging them this way so you forge them and then you turn your billet 90 so that the layers run this way through the billet okay then it makes and then you crush them and it makes c's i don't know if you've ever seen it i have not seen fire so i'm gonna look it up right after this so i just finished a couple actually so 
makes C's, and then you restack the C's, and it makes W's when you forge weld them back together. Oh shit! And then you twist that, and then there's actually W's in the twist pattern. Oh, is that the one that I saw? I think I saw that one with um. I'm just gonna pull it up right here. I have it right in front of me. Um, I have your page. Is it this one right here? I don't know if it's this one. Let's wait for it. No, well, okay. So that does have Firestorm in it. But then I did, I clad it stainless on the outside of that. So Firestorm Firestorm core with stainless on the outside. That's called kind of my and Tyler's creation. We call it Fire My. That's so crazy. Because you're sand mying the stainless on the Firestorm. 